Welcome to the C3 Church Noosa podcast. Stay tuned for this week's message. Today is a day of freedom. Today is a day of... If you're in the house of God and you're standing in the presence of God, you're, you've, uh, you've laid your life down, today is a day of freedom for you. And that's what I love. You know, Pastor Phil was saying there that we're spirit-powered. We don't do life on our own. We don't do life in our own strength. We do life reliant on the life-giving God. And it changes everything. And Janelle, for you, this, as we were worshipping before, I, I kind of felt like I got this word for you. Uh, and so I'm going to read it out, Psalm 126. And it says, when the Lord brought back the captivity uh, of Zion, we were like those who dream. And I felt like God said, you are going to dream again. It's almost like that, that, that it, it shut down. The ability to dream and see beyond the immediate. But I, I felt like God said, you are going to dream again. You are going to see again. You're going to see further and you're going to see clearer. This, then our mouth was filled with laughter and our tongue with singing. They, um, they, then they said among the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. God is going to go before you. God, as a couple and as, as, as a sphere of influence, God is going to go before you and he's going to do things on your behalf. Things that you've dreamt for in the past and things that you're going to dream for in the future. But God is going to do things on your behalf because he's faithful. And I feel like there was, a, there was a promise spoken to you years ago and it hasn't happened yet, but it is going to happen. And I want to encourage you today, don't let go of that. Keep, keep holding And it's been a fight and it's been a battle, but even by the you know, white knuckles, just holding, you, you held on. And now I'm saying get another grip and hold on stronger from this day forward. It says the Lord has done that and, and we are glad. Uh, bring back our captivity, O Lord, as the streams in the south. Those who sow in tears shall reap in joy. He who continually goes forth weeping, bearing seed for sowing, shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing in his sheaves with him. I feel like there's been a season of, of mourning, there's been a season of tears, but joy is on its way. And you are, it's going to be supernatural, and it's going to, it's going to come upon you, uh, and it's almost going to overtake you and be too much for you. But I want to encourage you, sit in that, and enjoy it, and just go with it. Come on, yeah, let's give God a hand this morning. And Cassie, as we, again, as we were worshipping, I felt like God said that you're about to experience the supernatural in a way that you've never, you know, you, and this sounds incorrect, but you've never understood it or never been able to comprehend it. But what's freaked you out in the past, is you're going you're gonna to grab a hold of and flow with now. Uh, and I literally, I, it was like I saw mindset shifting, worldview shifting, uh, and God is about to put you in your lane. Get ready for the Holy Spirit to come upon you because you're going to run and you're going to run faster and further and achieve more, but it's going to be in his strength, not in your own. Amen. Come on. You know, I've got to be faithful to what I felt God asked me to do. So I want to turn this place into a prayer meeting for the next two or three minutes. Can we just jump to our feet? And I'm going to get, I'm going to get Scotty. I'm going to ask, can I ask you, Beck, please, to come and pray? Grant uh, and Amanda and, and Wayne. I want to, I literally, what I, you know, it says in James, it says the prayer of the righteous is powerful and effective. The prayer of the righteous is powerful and effective. So what that tells me is when I get together with like-minded, similar spirited people, we join together with a common unity and a common vision that we can change and affect things. And we don't want to come here doing church or playing church. We are the church. We are the army of God. We are the men and women of God. So right now, you might have needs in your world. Right now, you might have hurts. You might have things that are, uh, you know, if, if that's you, let, just maybe even put your hand up as we're praying and let somebody else come and stand beside you, grab a hold of your shoulder and agree with you for your breakthrough, 
for your freedom, for your deliverance, for your peace. Because if the enemy comes only to steal, kill and destroy, but Jesus came to give us life, let's just get Jesus right in the middle of our circumstance and our situation right now. So I just want to, let's, let's pray for church, let's pray for our community, let's pray for whatever's on your heart, but let's stir ourselves this morning and turn this place into a prayer meeting. Amen? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that we get this opportunity to come you, Thank you, your word says that you hear the cries, you hear the voice of your sheep, the sheep hear your voice. Thank you, God, that you are speaking to us all individually today. Thank you, Lord, that you see your children with their hands lifted high to you today, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that your Holy Spirit is in this place today, that there is an open heaven in this place today. There are miracles in this place today. There is abundance flowing. There is healing flowing. There is breakthrough. Lord, there is reconciliation in marriages and in family relationships. Thank you, God, that your word says that nothing is above or beyond your capability. Thank you, God, that today there is a new faith rising in this place. Lord, that we not only believe in you, God, but we follow you. We follow you and we choose to be Christ-like. We go out into this community, Lord, and we shine your light. We are the light in the community, Lord. Lord, that we shine your light and that we are a beacon to those in the dark. Thank you, Lord, that the eyes of the people are open and their ears are open to hear your voice. Thank you, God, that you are with us and that you strengthen us, Lord. It is not in our strength but in yours. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I... I pray for the men in our church and the men in our community today, Lord. I, I pray for strength. I pray for wisdom. I pray for that as men that we, we know we have a sphere of influence and that within our sphere of influence that, that we are to protect those that, that come within that sphere, Lord. I, I pray that we rest in your word and that in everything we do and that everything we are, that we have your interests at heart, that we look after our youth, that we look after our wives and our families, and we look after our friends, Lord, that we, we welcome those into our church, we go out into our community, and that we walk tall, and that we represent you, and in all that we can do, we, we grow our church, Lord, and, Lord, and we, we just try to do good. In everything that we do, we, we do good and be good, Lord, and we, we represent you, and we just carry ourselves with pride in your name. Let's stir ourselves this morning. Let's pray with desperation. Let's pray like you need the miracle. Because our, our community needs the miracle. There are families out there needing the touch of God. Let's stir ourselves. Let's lift ourselves this morning. Because I've got to tell you, when I get expectant and I get desperate and I go after God, what I find is that I find God. And then the word says, when I seek Him, I'll find Him. And I think through the Bible, men and women who were desperate, women, men and women who were broken, a woman who's, who's been suffering for 18 years, crawling on her hands and knees to Jesus, just to get a hold of Jesus. Well, we can get a hold of Jesus in a time of prayer. I think about a leper who was an outcast in society, who, who went against everything he should have to go after Jesus. Come on, let's for two minutes. I'm going to preach. You can sit there and listen in a minute. Let's go after Jesus in your world, in your hurt, in your victory. Let's go after Jesus this morning. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, that you bring freedom. You bring freedom. Lord, you know, the world says money brings freedom, but God, only you bring freedom. God, we just pray for freedom for everyone here today. Freedom to just, just trust in you, dear Lord, to always come through. Lord, you know, we just got to go back to what we believe. Thank you, Jesus. We just love you and thank you. Amen.
Yeah, God, we just we just declare this a home, God. A home full of love and blessing, God. Where people can come in and feel the love and the presence of God. Lord, the stigma is erased, God, when you sent your son. Because you sent your son to love people, Lord. To, Lord, go and seek the one, Lord, to to love on anybody, Lord, that when we when the people come in here, God, they will, will just be so filled with the grace and the love toward them, God. There'll be such a, a spirit, Lord, here where your Holy Spirit, God, would just declare your greatness and your love towards people who don't know you, God. Home is it. This is where it is. Home is where we dwell and we hang out and do life together. And we love each other and we support each other. So be encouraged as people who are here today. We are your brothers. We are your sisters. We do care and we do love you. And you can ask in anything, support, care, love, whatever it is you need. Don't, don't hesitate to ask. Because the nature of our God is to ask. He said, come and ask. Anything. Just come and ask because I love you so much. And I declare that today, that we would break down, God, the barriers, the stigma that, you know, I've got to do this on my own, that I don't need any help, that I've got to man it up and get through this. And I break that, God, and I declare your spirit, Lord, of freedom, Lord, that you would speak promises, truth into people's lives, Lord God, that, Lord, they will seek and love in support, God, the things that they need in their world, God, and as a group, Lord, as a family in the house of God, Lord God, we would just lift up every person that comes in here, God, and we'll see such miraculous signs, such testimonies, God, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Lord, I just lift up each and every person, God. Jesus, you died on the cross for us, Father. Lord, we thank you that you rose again, Lord. When you come back, Father, you sent out your disciples in twos and threes and said, go and make fishes of men. Father, I pray that each and every person here today, God, that we just, we vitalize our spirit, Father. We get strengthened by what your word. Father, we get sharpened by it, God. Lord, I pray that we press into you more so, God, that we build ourselves up individually and friendships, Father, God. God, I pray that we press in, Lord, each and every day, Father, knowing you. I pray we lift our prayer life up to you, Father God. Lord, I pray that we pray in tongues and we get to, to know you intimately, a relationship with you directly, Father. The Lord of Lord, the King of Kings, God. I pray that we lift ourselves up, God, in Jesus' name. We lift this church up to you, Father. Lord, I pray that we go out and make disciples, that we let, we're not afraid of the gospel, Father. We go and let people know who you are and, Father, whose we are, Father, Lord, we are children of Christ. We are your sons and daughters, God. I just pray, Father, that boldness comes upon us, Lord, that we just build this church, that people come to get to know you, Father. Lord, the salvation is your in your mighty name, God. I pray that, Lord, as our transformed lives have happened, God, Lord, people come to get to know you and things will shift and break Amen. off in their world, God, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Come on. Awesome. Thanks, man. Fantastic. Who feels good? Who feels better? You know, the, the things have got to work. And they take endurance. And they take, you know, I've got to exert some energy uh, to, to, to see the God results in my life. Can I encourage you? Just, just have that as a practice in your world. 
just prayer, passionate prayer, purposed prayer, directed prayer, praying for yourself, praying for others, praying for the community. Because uh, I got to tell you, it shifts things. And, and even it stirs me to the point where now I do believe. I, I was praying a little timid. I was playing a little bit, you know, back footed, but now I'm front footed. Now I'm energized. Now I'm excited and I'm going after those things. And it's like, you know, if you don't like to read, you don't read. But then when you start to read, you go, oh, I like, and then you start reading. I, I remember I picked up a book uh, and it was 600 pages long and I read it in three days because I couldn't put it down. But the more I read, the more I wanted. It's like that in God. The more you go after the God, the more you seek God, you, you pray or you read or you listen to the podcast or you listen to the Bible you know, app, whatever it is, the more you want it. And the more it feeds you and the more it fuels you and the more now I'm moving uh, with energy and excitement towards what I know I'm called to. Amen? Give somebody a hug, grab your seat. You know, in Psalm 34, starting in verse 10, it says, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. God is good. And He's good all the time. He doesn't change. His nature doesn't change. Who He is doesn't change. The Bible says He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He was before all things, he'll be at the end of all things, and he does not change. God is good. It says, blessed is the man who trusts in him. If I don't think he's good, I won't trust in him. So my perception of God, if, if it's not that he's good, has to change. Because he is good, and that's what the infallible word of God says. And, and it blessed is the man who trusts in him. Fear the Lord, you his saints. There is no want for those who fear him. The young lions lack and suffer hunger, but those who seek the Lord shall lack no good thing. I love that I can come to the Word of God and it literally can feed me. And it literally can deal with things that I can't deal with in my own strength or in my own capacity. And as I'm reading through this, firstly, I see that God's goodness can be experienced. It's not some ethereal concept. It's not some out there. It's just not a religious saying or notion. You can experience God's goodness. You can feel God's goodness. You can get a perception of, you can see God's goodness. So we need to expect God's goodness in our world. We need to expect, you know what, I, I got rear-ended and, and my car was written off, but I got a payout that not only covered all my expenses, there's now money in my account. And then I go because my boss calls me to have a pay review and it gets doubled. I, we need to experience that. We need to expect that. We need to expect an upturn in our business when there's a downturn in the economy. Because my ways are not your ways, says the Lord. My ways are above your ways and my thoughts are... You, you don't live subject... To, to where you are. You live subject to the will of God for your life, and God is good all the time. So it can be felt, you know, uh, and experienced. A few of the boys, we went out for dinner on Friday night, and from walked up this flight of stairs. The second we entered the place, I knew it was going to be a good meal and a good night. The atmosphere in the room was awesome. The way it had been set up, the way the lighting was done, the, the sound in the place... It, and it was just awesome. Then they took us to where we were sitting. We sat down, real basic menu. But the food that came out was, was just unbelievable. But I wonder if it tasted better because of what I was experiencing, what was around me, who I was with. See, see just, just like we can experience in the natural, you can experience in the supernatural. You can, you, you can experience in, in the spirit realm. And that's what God wants for you. And I want to encourage you to open yourself up to the supernatural. Open yourself up to that touch from God. Don't limit yourself by doing life in your own strength, even if you don't understand. There's a scripture where, where a centurion comes to Jesus. He says, I, I got a little bit of faith. Help me in my unbelief. And Jesus says, because of your faith, what you wanted is being granted to you. 
You may not understand, you may not have it all together, but we are C3. We're a, we're a, a, a movement of faith. The distinctive, what we, were, what we were birthed out of was a spirit of faith, which is a pioneering spirit, which takes a hold of that which isn't yet. And I'm going to get to it in a minute, but Hebrews says, faith is a substance, thing of thing, substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not yet seen. Because I'm hoping for and I'm believing in, but I'm not even there yet. He says, so George starts giving a year before he starts seeing the God results in his life, but the God results were already there. And, and I've said this before, but God says, all things work together for good for those who love the Lord, who are called according to his purposes. And, and God's at the end of time. He's at the beginning of time. He's at the end of time. So he's telling you it's all good, even when you feel like it's not good. But you're sitting here going, no, it's not all good. I just got rear-ended. No, I've got bills. No, I've got challenges. No, I've got issues. And God's sitting out here outside of the breakthrough zone going, it's all good. You're not there now, you're here in me, and it's all good. Here you've got the pay rise, here you've got the breakthrough, here you've got the healing, here, because I'm here and I'm telling you it's all good, just keep walking towards me, amen? So, goodness of God can be experienced. The second thing is that there is blessing assigned to those who trust God. There is blessing that is assigned to your life that you have to believe and take a hold of. There are blessings. I remember prophesying over a friend of mine, Luke, uh, and God gave me just this specific word. He said, triple your income in the next year. And there will be a tripling. I'm about to bless you. You've been faithful. You've walked true. You, you're a man of God. There's a tripling. And he, he said on the inside, he laughed. Because he said he knew what the economy was doing. He knew what business he was in. And, he, and in himself, he didn't think he had the ability he got fired the next week. Getting fired the next week meant he had to start his own business. In starting his own business, he went back a year later and did his tax through a tax accountant, worked through to the dollar, it was three times what he'd earned working for somebody else the year before. We've got to expect, we've got to go to faith and expect God. I am a blessing magnet. Just say this, I'm a blessing magnet. If you're a Christian, you're an heir to the throne, you're a child of God, you are a blessing magnet. As you walk towards him, looking to Jesus to be your sustenance, to be your provider, to be the one that, that makes a way, if you look, there is nothing but blessing that can come towards you. And here's the deal, the word says that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Weapons, challenges, storms may come, but they won't prosper. They won't overtake you. They won't take you down or they won't take you out because God has assigned blessing towards your life. I love that. Third thing is, those that seek the Lord will lack nothing in life. Meaning I may not have what I think I want, but what I have will be what I need. I love that. Because here's the deal, we all, we all want, we all have a want on the inside of us. I want, I want, I want, I want, I want. But it says you'll have what you need. You won't lack anything when you seek God. And the funny thing is the world and most people are seeking the stuff. But, but, but it says in Matthew 6, it says, don't seek the stuff, seek me, and in seeking me, you'll have all the stuff. And what you, what, what you have will be what you need in season and in the moment. Ecclesiastes says there's a, there's a time and season under God for everything. Ecclesiastes 3, and it's perfect. And there'll be times of death and there'll be times of life. There'll be times of war and there'll be times of peace. There'll be times of laughter and there'll be times of mourning, but it will be right in the season for who you are and where you are and what God has for you because it's making you what he wants you to be. Amen? Okay, so I love that video with Pastor Phil. It kind of talks about who we are as a movement, who we are as a people. And, and I want to encourage you, when the devil comes to speak against you, when the devil comes to say who you're not, I want you to remind him who you are and what you're a part of. 
Because our mandate and our calling as a people of God is that we'd be full of faith, hope and love. We'd be men and women of faith. Men and women that hope, that don't get so depressed in the moment in the, that, I, that I don't have hope welling up on the inside of me. Even in a bad time, you can hope for a new day and hope for the breakthrough and hope for the goodness of God to come upon you. And that would be men and women of love. You know, and, and our church, the aim, I want to let you know, our aim as you, you being representatives of us in the community is that you would be fresh, real and powerful. And the thing is this, that we are fresh not because of ourselves, we're fresh because we go to the source. Because we keep going back to God. I charge my phone every night because if I don't, it will go dead. I fill my car up every week. If not, I'm going to drive for a very limited amount of kilometers. We have to keep coming back to the source, but the source keeps us fresh and full. And, and, and the word says this, if you, if you hunger and thirst for righteousness, you will be filled. That God is not withholding. God is not holding back. God wants to pour into your life the blessing that he's assigned towards your life. And Jenny and Vincent, as we were sitting there before, I felt like Isaiah 40, 31 was a scripture for you in this season. Those that wait upon the Lord will renew their strength. They'll rise up as wings like eagles. They'll run and not grow weary. They'll walk and will not faint. That this is a season. You're going to rise higher than you've ever been before because you're waiting on Him. And those that wait upon the Lord, those that are still, those that still themselves will be filled. Those that still them, and I, and I believe that for you guys, and I speak that over you, that you're about to rise. And, and, and I see that is that you're going to have new perspectives. You're going to have clearer perspective of your current circumstance and future plans that God has for your life. Amen. Is this helping anybody? This is not in my notes, but uh, we'll just go there. We'll just, we'll just keep going. Sally kind of gave me a seemingly, that looks all right, so I'm going to keep going. If I had got the frown, I was off, mate. I was gone. Hey, uh, we're men and women who step out beyond logical into the impossible zone. Because the word says that nothing is impossible with God. And you know, I love, Casey, I love the fact that you, you left a brilliant job to pursue a journey. And you almost looked at the, an impossible situation, go, I'm going after the impossible. I want to encourage you and I want to champion you. Keep going. I, I believe you guys are going to experience the blessing of God in increased measure just because you step out in faith. And that's a big deal from, from an age thing, from a study thing, from a, from a whole lot of reasons. It's a big deal. But I, I'm just claiming that blessing on your behalf, that you will walk in his goodness, that you'll get to the end of that journey and it will be everything you thought it was and more, and then you'll be the blessing in the community that you desire to be. You know, uh, C.S. Lewis wrote, in such a fearful world, we need a fearless church. And that's who we are. Let's be those fearless people that go, I don't have it all together, and I am flawed, and I am broken, but I am journeying with a God who has got it all together, who holds it all together, who makes it work. Let's be that church that is fearless in the, in the face of a storm, in the face of a challenge, because the devil is relentless. The enemy will come against you, and he'll come against you, and he'll, he'll poke the bruises. Ever had somebody in your world that poked the bruises? And it's like, dude, you can see it's bruised. Don't touch it. But they go, oh, this is fun. And, and the, the bigger the bruise, the harder the push. And so that's what the devil will do. I've got a little issue in this area of my world. The devil will come and push that. But, but I, again, I want to I remind us of something I said. A week, we can have a thousand good things going on in our world and one bad, and we focus on the bad. Let's not focus on the bruise. Let's focus on 99% I'm there. 99% I'm doing life. 99% I'm, I am being a good dad. I am being a good husband. I am being a provider. I'm going to focus on those things, not the one area where I have a little, a little bruise in my world because the bruise will get healed. And the bruise gets healed internally. 
the bruise gets healed from the inside out. So the more I fill myself with God, the more his bruise is getting pushed out. Okay, because, and that's just one little area that God's already working on on my behalf as I seek him and as I keep looking forward in life. God is good all the time. In such a fearful world, we need a fearless church. You know, I love what Pastor Phil said that some of our C3 cultural distinctives are that where we're spirit-powered, connect-driven, uh, and that we're Christ-centered. Jesus Christ is the, is the center of all that we do. This church exists for no other reason than to make his name famous. We want to be in the community to be a blessing that people look on the name of Jesus and go, you know what, I, I, I like that Jesus. I, I like that church. I like those people. That, that's why we're here. We're Christ-centered. And what I love is it's connected to Christ, connected to each other, and connected to purpose. And, and that's why the church exists, that we would see other men and women connected to Christ, uh, that we would connect to each other. You're not going to get on with everybody in the life, but there'll, there'll be five people, there'll be 10 people, there'll be 15 people. I know Justin's got a whole crew going down the river this afternoon to have lunch. Okay, that's awesome. That's life. There are people out there in the community that will never have 10 other people that they could go to lunch with. They're sitting solitary in their home. They're going, is this all there is to life? But you know what? There is more to life. There is always more to life in community and in the church. And uh, like we were saying before, that as a church, salvation is the top of our priorities list. That's who we are. And I want to encourage you. And, and I think it was, it, I don't know who it was. It may have been Wayne that said it would be bold in our convictions. You know, there's a saying that, that we're called to be fanatics for Christ. And a fanatic is someone that can't change their mind and won't change the subject. I'm not changing my mind and I'm not changing the subject. I'm not going to be a rat bag and I'm not going to Bible bash you and I'm not going to, you know, beat you over the head with the gospel if you're a dirty sinner. And we're all dirty sinners in need of salvation. I'm going to love you into a place where you can accept the Jesus that I've accepted because he's good and he's got blessings assigned towards my life. Okay, so the title of my message is Living a Water-Walking Life. We got 10 minutes and I'm going to get there. That was the intro. That was the free part. Come on. We are men and women of faith who have fun in life. Uh, I guess the question is, how do you live a water walking life? It's because it's not easy. Uh, has anybody walked on water? You what? You skied on water. Very, very good. That doesn't count. How do you live a water walking life? How do I live a life of faith? Do I have it in me and in, in my own strength to be that man or that woman of faith? But as I said before, it says faith is the substance. And it actually says now faith. Can I encourage you that faith is for right now? Faith is for what you're facing right now because faith will get you through. Faith will help you overcome. Faith will carry you beyond what you are right in the middle of. Faith will let you take a hold of dreams in the future that have been sown as seeds into your heart that haven't yet come. They're, they're the hope of things to happen. They're the evidence, not of things that we, we experience right now. And it's now faith. You can't have faith for yesterday. It's done, gone, let it go. You can't even have faith you know, for, for tomorrow beyond what you can dream and hope for. Faith is for right now. Why don't you rise in your faith? Why don't you exercise your faith? How do I do that? Do something you haven't done before. Do obediently what God's called you to do. The Bible says if you're willing and obedient, you'll eat the good of the land. That's a step of faith. That's a position of faith. That's God you've called me to, so I will. Now faith is. You know, uh, here's the funny, here's the dichotomy, because in, in Psalm 34 it says taste and see, to experience and then perceive. 
But in Hebrews, it says you've got to see before you experience. And I'm going, how, how does that work? What do I do with that? How does, you know, the only way to completely live by faith is to continually look to Jesus. To completely live by faith, I have to continually look to Jesus. This isn't a 95%, 5%. This isn't 50-50. This isn't when I feel like it, when I need it, when I'm in a jam. This is, I have to continually look to Jesus. And when I continually look to Jesus, I end up where Jesus wants me to be in life. I end up with the blessing that he's assigned towards my life flowing to my life. You know, in Hebrews 12, it says, Therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and sin which so easily ensnares us, and let us run with endurance the race set before us, looking unto Jesus. Not looking to fear, not looking to self, not looking to others, not looking to past experience, looking to Jesus. Uh, and it's so easy to say, and it's so easy to preach. Just look to Jesus, but when that rates bill of $1,000 comes in unexpectedly, where do my eyes go? When I get rear-ended and I don't know if I'm getting a payout, where do, does it go to the bank? Mate, I don't, I don't know that I've got enough reserve. I don't know that I've got enough in my loan facility. I don't know. Where, where do your eyes go to? Because the word says, I lift my eyes to the hills, to where my help comes from. My help comes from the Lord. Your help will always come from the Lord. Your help will always come from the Lord. God will never leave you nor forsake you. He, he didn't create you and place you on the earth to frustrate you and to, to have a good chuckle, you know, in heaven, going, oh, the sucker, I didn't, I didn't think I'd get through that anyway. Oh, I knew that one would take him out, loser. You know, it, God's not like that. God's going, come on, I'm with you and I'll strengthen you and I'll walk with you and I, will ne I won't leave you and, and you won't be broken. You, you know, you, stuff may happen and you may feel like you're going to crack and in your own strength you would, but with me, you won't. Keep your eyes on me. Keep your focus in me. Put faith in me and see what I will do. Looking to Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. You can have perfect faith in him. Just keep looking to him. You just keep looking at him. Because in our own strength and in our humanity and in our broken, we will make mistakes. But I'm preaching to myself right now. Christian, stop looking at that circumstance. Start looking at yourself. And Melissa said before, be still. And then ask God what he would say to you. And, and I felt in the moment, crystal clear, God spoke to me. One, one, little, one little thing, come for a walk with me. And I knew exactly what it meant. Just, she said, still yourself and ask God what he would say to you. And I, I heard the voice of God say, come for a walk with me. In other words, son, we've got some business to do. I want to talk to you about this. I want to drop some wisdom in your world. I want to speak to you about this. I want to bring some, come for a walk with me. But I've got to look to him. Because when I stop looking at him, things don't work. When I do look to him, life works. Uh, finish of our, who for the joy that was set before him, enduring the cross, despising its shame, has now sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. He sat down in a position of authority. The one who would speak this promise to you is the one that can make the promise. Because he is, has the ability to fulfill the promise. The one that said focus on me, drop all these weights, drop all those concerns that are around you and focus on me. He is the one who has the ability to meet the need. He is the one who can fulfill the dream. He is the one that can fill to overflowing. So I give to get, to give, to get, to give, to get, to be the blessing that I'm called to be. Hebrews eleven six says, without faith, it's impossible to please him for he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. 
He's a rewarder of those who seek him. Can I encourage you? C3 Noosa, we are men and women of faith. We are men and women of strength. We are men and women who overcome. We are men and women who are generous and big-hearted and we're a blessing in our community, but not because of us. Simply because we got to a default position in life where I, I rely on Jesus Christ, where I focus on Him. I've, I've let go of those things. There are some things that in and of them I cannot change in my personality, in my nature, through what I've experienced. But if I look to Him and if I bring it to Him and if I go for a walk with Him that He can bring the change that only He can do. Some of you are struggling with things that have been in your world for 20, 30, 40 years. Things that you haven't liked and that you haven't wanted and you know where they've come from, but you've gone, I, I, and God's saying, I, I can lead you into freedom today. Just keep looking to me. Don't, don't look to the, the byproduct of that thing in your world. Don't look to the effect of that thing in your world. Look to me and watch what I will do. I, I'm excited. I haven't even got to my message, but I'm excited. I might get the team to come back up and we'll go a little bit longer. Five minutes. Can I have five minutes? Anybody? Can I get a show of hands? Five minutes? 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40. We are sorted. I've got enough time to do the message now. I don't even know where to go. We might bring it next week. 2 Corinthians 5, 7 says we walk by faith and not by sight. I walk by faith and not by sight. And honestly, there's things that I would have done differently over the years had I not been in faith. And they are things that would have brought destruction to my world. There are things that would have put me in a totally different path if I had have looked through the eyes of logic or if I had have looked through the eyes of what I perceived in the moment. But there had to be a point where I flicked my head off and I went to my heart. I, you know, it says in Proverbs, it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge me acknowledge and, and, and I will direct your path. There have been things that I've done in life that made no sense to my head. None at all. There have been times around offerings. There's been times around God said to me, do this and do that and I've done it and it made no sense at all. But the, the God result of doing what I knew he was calling me to do blew me away. It probably didn't make a whole lot of sense to George to start giving to a church that he wasn't even going to He'd only met me, he hadn't met you yet. He's probably giving 10 times the amount now that he knows you, but it's not about the giving. But he did something knowing that God was calling him to do it. Can I encourage you, just in line with what Liz was saying earlier, still yourself and listen to that voice. It will shift and it will change everything. It will leave you, lead you from bondage into freedom. It, it will lead you from limitation into limitless living. It'll take you from a place of fear and put you to a place where you are fearless because it's not you doing it anyway. There is no pressure on me because I'm not doing it. This is his church. This is his house. All I have to do is what he asks me to do by faith. All we have to do, see, even the thought before is that go and make disciples. On, on the inside of some of you, it's like, are you kidding me? Butterflies started, you know, get cranking their wings on the inside of you just at the thought of I have to tell somebody else what I believe that's not freedom freedom is you know what I am who I am and I'm good with who I am whether you like me whether you believe in me whether you, I am who I am this is what I believe and I believe in Jesus and I believe in the power of God 
And I'm going to step out in faith because I've seen the goodness of God in the land of the living. I've seen his goodness go before him. I've, I've seen his goodness make a way where there wasn't a way. I hope this is encouraging you this morning that God is good all the time. The word says that there's no shadow of turning in God. He doesn't change at all. And he doesn't change what he thinks towards you. You know, let let me read this scripture and then we're going to pray. It says in Hebrews 12, it says, We do not want to become lazy, but to imitate those who through faith and patience inherited the promises. Can I encourage you this? Let's not be lazy in our faith. Let's not be lazy in our convictions. Let's not be lazy in our commitments. Let's step up and go, God, I'm in. I'm all in. And I'm ready to do. Because here's the thing, you can never outgive God. You give God time, you give God energy, you give God whatever you give God, He takes a hold of, multiplies and brings back into your world. And some of the busiest people I know are those that serve the hardest, you know, that, that spend the most time, you know, to, to help other people. Because it creates more time in their world, it creates a larger capacity. And that's what the word says. It says the way of the righteous winds upwards unto a brand new day. And, and I just love the fact that His grace and mercy is anew every day. That I can literally wash yesterday away, let my feet hit the ground, and go, it's a brand new day. A brand new day of opportunity, a brand new day of grace, a brand new day of possibility. And that's what the word says in Psalm 118. It says, This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. You may have been mourning yesterday, you can enter into joy today. Let's just take a hold of that joy. Let's take a hold of those promises and let's just charge forward towards everything that God has for us. Amen? Let me say this. Faith is your greatest weapon in life. It's your greatest asset in life. Faith will sustain you. Faith will propel you forward. Faith will cause you to see what others can't. Faith will cause you to step out, to reach higher, to dream bigger. And faith will enable you to be who you were created to be. Amen? Can we just stand to our feet? I want to pray a blessing over you this morning. We love you guys. And I want to, I want to encourage you. Who can you bring to church? Who can you register for whole? Because in this place is life. You don't get this anywhere else where somebody's saying that the God who created uh, the heavens and the earth is for you. He loves you. He's with you. He wants to help you. Lord, I just thank you for everybody standing before me today. Lord God, just lift your hand. Father, we want to taste and see just how good you are. And as the pastor of this house, Lord God, I'm calling down the blessing of heaven in unlimited measure upon every single person's life here. And Lord, that they would enter into their new day, that they would experience your provision, they would experience your protection, that God, they would know your peace, that you would fill them to overflowing. God, I thank you for this church. Melissa and I love your people. Thank you for entrusting us, Lord God, with those that you've brought into this house. Father, you said you're going to build your church. Continue to build your church, Lord God. But Father, I pray right now, peace would come upon our easy hearts joy would return where joy has been missing healing would flow heather healing's flowing into your body right now just receive that you're going to feel a warmth starting around the soles of your feet and your ankle it's going to make its way up your legs up to your shins up to your knees i i I want you to go home this afternoon and just lay on your bed put on some worship and just lay there and let god supernaturally touch your world because he's going he's going to do a total overhaul i'm telling you you're going to come back in one week's time, two weeks time, a month's time, and say, you know what, I am feeling better. Every day I'm feeling better. Pain did leave my body. I've had clarity of thoughts. I've slept well. I feel rejuvenated. Jesus, in your mighty name, touch heaven now. 
with a miracle from heaven. Father, we love you in Jesus' name. And everybody said, come on, let's give God a mighty hand clap this morning. Thanks for listening to the C3 Church Noosa podcast. For more life-changing messages, visit us online at c3noosa.org. If you've been blessed by this message, please consider partnering with us financially to see the work of God continue flourishing in and through C3 Church Noosa. God bless.